Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. I uh, don't often ask you to do things. Occasionally I do, but not often. But I'm going to ask you to do something if. All right, this is an if-then proposition. If this program has been a blessing, a help to you, your family, would you send me a brief note? It's not for me. It's to to share with with others. Listen, I I don't need to be stroked. But so often I am out speaking and people come to me and say, your program has changed my life. My Your program has given me a completely different view of Scripture. Uh, your program encouraged me to get into a Bible-believing church. Uh, your program brought me to Christ. Uh, but it's all verbal, and then I forget them. If this program, and in in a broader sense, WRFD, the fine Bible teaching that we have all day long, every day. If it has impacted you, you personally, your life, your marriage, your family, would you just send me a brief note at bob at bobtalk.com? Really easy email to remember, bob at bobtalk.com. Bob at bobtalk.com. I have a reason for asking. I want to share it with some other folks. And again, it's it's not for me. I The program has never been about me, and I hope it never is about me. But God does use the program, and I am so great. Listen, at my age, a whole lot of people are retired. A whole lot of people are retired. In fact, Many of our friends, Joy and I, that are our age, I would say probably most of the people we know that are, they're they're retired. And have I thought about it? Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. I've thought about it many, many times. But as long as I know that God is still using the program, then I'll stay here as long as God gives me peace about it. So that's that's not the major reason. But um, anyway, if the program has been a blessing to you, a help, just send me a brief note, bob at bobtalk.com. Bob at bobtalk.com. And I would expand that to WRFD, the teaching uh, here on our airwaves Again, send me a note, bob at bobtalk.com. How important is sound doctrine? How important is an adherence to the absolute authority of Scripture, which we talk about on this program all the time? And I keep telling you, there's nothing more important, nothing, 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 nothing more important and the absolute authority of Scripture, because when you begin compromising, there's no end. Now, I never like to deal with individual names and so forth, but occasionally I have to. 
to, to warn you. And one of the persons that I have warned you about on numerous occasions is Andy Stanley. Andy Stanley is the pastor of a multi-campus church down in Georgia. They have several locations. It is one of the largest supposed evangelical churches in America, and Andy Stanley has as much influence as anybody on other pastors around the country, especially young pastors. He has conducted conferences for years that draws thousands and thousands of pastors, particularly young pastors, from all over America. Well, several years ago, Andy Stanley began to compromise on his view of Scripture. He has now become infamous by saying we need to unhitch from the Old Testament. He's also become infamous by saying we don't believe in the resurrection because the Bible says so. In fact, he has openly and repeatedly attacked the authority of the Bible. He says, we have faith, we have history. He says, I believe in the bodily resurrection of Jesus, but not because the Bible says so. And he's made fun. You know, Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me. He's made fun of that on many occasions. He says, we can't believe things just because the Bible says so. If you don't believe me, check it out. Do a little bit of research, you'll find out. He has repeatedly questioned the authority of Scripture and is leading thousands and thousands of people astray. When you begin compromising on the authority of Scripture, you begin compromising on other areas as well. For instance, marriage, family, and you know, because I started to say you're smarter than the average bear, but it doesn't apply to this. You know because most of you believe the Bible, all the Bible, and you believe in the absolute authority of Scripture. And so you know that one of the major, and I mean major, attacks of Satan on the church today is on the issue of gender, marriage, sexuality, homosexuality, same-sex marriage attractions, and so forth. This is one of the greatest battles in the church today. And anyone who has compromised on that is leading people astray. Now, why do I go through all of that? Something occurred not long ago that is causing shock. I and many others have tried to sound warnings about people who are compromising on Scripture, like Andy Stanley. He's not alone. There are many, many others who are doing it. And that, again, once you head that direction, it's like the saying that I give you all the time, don't look where it'll take you in 100 miles, 500 miles, look where it'll take you in 10,000 miles. All right. Brings me to the story today. North Point Ministry Leader. North Point is one of the satellite churches of Andy Stanley. North Point Ministry Leader gets lap dance from drag performing performer 
at Heretic Atlanta Bar. I heard about this last week, and I thought, no, 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 can't be true. And so I didn't, I didn't tell you about it until I had an opportunity to check it out, saw the video, and it is true. It shows Leon Legan, L-E-G-A-N, who is a director of operations at one of the satellite churches for Andy Stanley. Uh, it's the Buckhead Church. Uh, North Point is the parent church, the mother church. This is Buckhead Church, one of the satellite churches. Uh, this director of operations on the staff, paid staff, of Andy Stanley's church is filmed participating in a charity drag show performance. Quote, During the show, which was held at an Atlanta-area gay bar called The Heretic, a performer known as Alabama T.P. can be seen in the video leading Legan to a chair for a lap dance. And the rest is pretty graphic, and I I don't want to read it on the air. Um, But it's true. This has been substantiated, this individual. um, According to her LinkedIn page, who has she, her pronouns in her profile, she has served in the singles ministry at Buckhead Church for 17 years and has been employed full-time there since 2015. Since March of 2022, she is the director of operations. Uh, If you look at her LinkedIn page and her Facebook page, uh, back in June of last year, she celebrated Gay Pride Month, urged her followers to, quote, open up your hearts and minds to be an ally uh, to Gay Pride uh, hashtag Jesus calls us to love, uh, et cetera, et cetera. She actually participated in a same-sex lap dance at a gay pride drag show at a gay bar in Atlanta. Staff member of the church. That is what happens when you lose the authority of Scripture and try to give people what they want instead of what they need. When you compromise on the authority of Scripture, you will be willing to compromise on almost everything else. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. Uh, if you were listening earlier when I mentioned that today, May 2nd, is when the uh, first authorized version, King James Bible, came off the uh, printing press. Uh, and I said, nobody, 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 nobody uses the 1611. That is true. 
That may upset some people, but don't shoot the messenger. Check it out for yourself. And by the way, during the break, I did look up to see if you can pull up an original 1611 page of the King James Bible. And yes, you can. And uh, I would uh, I would encourage you to try to read it. Uh, I, I can because I've practiced. Most people, there's no way in the world they could read it. No way in the world. Anyway, I mentioned that what we use today is not the 1611, but the 1769. And I was right. I'm not always right, but uh, the the edition of the King James Bible that is used, sold, read uh, today is the uh, 1769. Uh, The 1611 was revised, I think, seven different times. And the latest was the uh, the 1769, and that's what we use today. And it's interesting because according to recent research, uh, the King James Bible is the fourth most popular version sold in America. Um, Let me look this up again. Uh, The best-selling, number one, NIV, number two, English Standard, number three, New Living Translation, number four, King James, number five, the Christian Standard. That's by sales, okay? But actual reading? Actual reading. King James is number one, by a huge margin. Next, NIV. Next, New Revised Standard. Uh, Next, New American. uh, Next, the Living Bible. 55% of people who read their Bible regularly read the King James. Next in line, the NIV, 19%. Isn't that bizarre? The King James is by far not the best-selling today. Just a few years ago, it was. But when it comes to actual reading, it's number one by a large margin. Hmm. Just interesting. Uh, This is also interesting. Uh, They're coming after your gas-powered car. Now, that's not all. They're coming after your weed whacker. They're coming out after your lawnmower. They're coming after your leaf blower. Yes, cities and states across America are banning small gasoline engines, and they are forcing people to go electric. Uh, The state of California, Burlington, Vermont, Washington, D.C., as well as several other cities, have now banned the sale of new gas-powered lawnmowers, leaf blowers, uh, chainsaws, weed whackers, all of the uh, small uh, gasoline engines, uh, most of them uh, two-cycle, but uh, four-cycle as well. Now, what's that going to do? Well, for most people, it will just inconvenience them. Uh, they got to go buy a, a, an electric one, a battery one, with a cord or with a battery. But it's going to absolutely destroy the landscaping business. 
many landscapers leave their office, their home, or whatever. Uh, they put their lawnmowers, leaf blowers, weed whackers on the truck with uh, several five-gallon cans of gasoline. They leave at 6 o'clock in the morning. Uh, they don't return in the summertime till 8 or 9 o'clock in the evening. Those machines are running all day long. Uh, when the lawnmower runs out of gas, they just get one of the five-gallon cans, put gas in it. When the weed whacker runs out of gas, they just get one of the cans and they put the gas in. And they can do that all day long. If they are forced to go electric, they're going to have to take dozens of batteries with them. The weight, inconvenience, the cost, and then when they get back home, they're going to have to plug in multiple chargers and spend the entire night preparing for the next day. It's going to be disastrous. And they don't care. Hey, thanks for joining me. But please, please remember whose you are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern.